What is up, fellow humans and mutants alike? My name is Kyle. I'm here alone, just uh, giving you a heads up before the podcast starts. Uh, This audio recording got a little uh, messed up and cut off at the end, so it's going to end abruptly. We we finished the issue, talking about the issue, and we're just kind of like summing up the ending of the issue, and it cuts off there. So the episode more or less is complete. You just don't get it ending so apologies for that and the mix is a little off so again apologies for that as well but i hope you enjoy this episode of us deep diving into giant-sized nightcrawler enjoy what is up fellow humans and mutants alike my name is kyle i am with danny we are once again going along in the new x-men run in Dawn of X. This time we are diving into giant size X-Men Nightcrawler issue number one. Now, let's talk about this Nightcrawler issue number one. Danny, this Nightcrawler issue number one is lacking a lot of Nightcrawler. Discuss. Yeah, it's like the it's the first season of Swamp Thing. Like, what's going on? Like, where's the character? <laughs> like, I, if I'm a fan of this character and I'm approaching it, being a fan, seeing the title, like that's it's a good way to market. You know, hey, you're a Nightcrawler fan. Here's a Nightcrawler issue. But mm-hmm. then you dive into it, and you're like, no, no, this was more of an issue about Warlock and Eye Boy. <laughs> Eye <laughs> boy, let's talk about eye boy. And I'm not, and oh, I'm not being yeah. tongue in cheek, like saying fucking eye boy over here. No, he's literally no, called eye boy. That, Even though that, the guy is, is clearly a man, he's a grown uh, man that they call eye. <laughs> I guess they keep calling eye man because then that just sounds like I am Ledger, so I don't. Know. That is a Jason Aaron creation, I believe. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Trevor. Hawkins, I uh, you know, I've always actually kind of cool for a new mutant. I enjoyed him. They introduced oh, him yeah, to yeah. X, uh, the Wolverine X Men run, and that was when kind of like we were in the final days of the quality of X Men, right before the beginning of uh, the Avengers vs X Men arc. That kind of just yeah. was the straw that broke the camel's back to the whole storyline. Mm-hmm. Like he was introduced in that small little window where things were still kind of in a gray area and haven't quite fallen apart yet. And I liked his character premise. I liked his design, his, his mutant powers, and how he works. Shit. He's literally covered in eyes. Like, there's no, not like, not covered, but he's got a shit ton of eyes on him. They're spaced yeah. out, like, probably, probably like about like half a foot each. And all the, each one of the eyes can see in a different spectrum, a different concept. Like, some eyes, one of the eyes can see magic, one of the eyes can see infrared, one of the eyes can see weaknesses in a person, kind of like how Doug can read body language and shit. See radiation, yeah, a bunch of different things. Like, really cool ones, too. So, it's like, he's one of the more new, newer mutants to be invented in the last decade that doesn't seem like a kind of a lazy rehash. Like, he's got a decent amount of originality to him that I appreciate. Like, all these weird things, too. Like, he can tell your aura... He can he can do like uh, attack predictions and and kind of tells. That's another thing. He can read tells on people. So like if you're like a nervous tick when you're like talking about like say like tough family issues, okay. he'll pick on a, he'll pick up on it right away and he'll yeah. and he'll know why. He'll be like, oh, you you have a lot of nervousness tied to this because there's a lot of emotional deep blah blah. He could just see that through one of the eyes on his body, <laughs> like one of maybe like the eye on his hand or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, that's actually yeah. not open his eyes when he cleans. That's my question. Ooh. So, <laughs> Definitely then, one of spoilers. The most- yeah, there's a warlock cameo towards the end of this, which that was even less expected. Fun, right? Um, uh, going back to uh, what's his name? Uh, Eye Boy. Um, Trevor, uh, Trevor, um, was it not Fitzroy Hawkins? Trevor Hawkins. Trevor Hawkins. Um, it sucks because that is that, that he is one of the better creations that we've seen. Uh, recently. he's definitely better than Mondo and Gold Balls. That's for fucking definitely sure. better than those two. Uh, but in terms of writing wise, I haven't seen him written proper any any. I mean, he hasn't been utilized in a way that was super cool, but he was a super cool concept. Yeah, it's like how they kind of write uh, 
Quicksilver in those X-Men movies, like, yeah, he's cool, but he's a plot point because you just write him out of the movie. <laughs> he's too powerful, and all these problems we're going to deal with won't make any sense. Okay, we broke his leg. Problem solved. Mutant and proud. <laughs> proud. Oh, and put it on a t-shirt. So dumb. So dumb. Damn. Jennifer Lawrence, forever the Brie Larson of the X-Men universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Brie Larson. Here. Ah, come on, get it together, people. Get it together. Uh, my favorite interview is uh, this giant Marvel panel. I forgot where it was, but uh, um, I forget. And, and, and there was this like very uh, social justice warrior question thrown at a uh, and Captain America, what's her name? Uh, Brie Larson. And Captain she, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she answered it. She was just like, you know, we got to do blah, 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 blah. And, and, you know, social oh, justice. Oh, I know this that, interview. And social justice. This. And, and then they asked deep, Jeremy Rayner, right? Yes, Jeremy Renner. And he's just like, what do you think about it? He's just like, nah, I, I, don't. I don't think anything. He's I'm like, good. I don't. Yeah, it was the question. I remember the interview actually very well. It was the question was to her: Does it? Do you feel that your character has a responsibility to be a a social justice uh, uh, monolith, like someone to represent the community, a community, and speak in a very political sense? And then she gives this really bullshit, like generic response that, like, she gives in almost all of her interviews. It's very coached and very rehearsed, and it was just really cringy. And then you cut to Jeremy Rayner, and he's like, "No, I don't." And then moves on. That's it. Literally, one. He's like, "No, I don't think I'm political at all. I don't. I'm. A, I'm just playing a character in a movie. I'm something different in every movie. If my character is political, you know, like Kill the Messenger when it was him, you know, being a, a journalist and uh, in, in interviewing. That was a great movie, Kill the Messenger. Yeah. Oh, well, Jeremy Rayner should have got an Oscar for that fucking movie, but whatever. But uh, yeah, like you know, that's a political movie. That's a movie that's meant to be political. But when you're fucking cartoon comic book characters hopping around doing dumb shit for like Disney. The idea of you being this political monolith that has resonance in a reality that we exist in now is is almost hokey. It's almost like asinine and childish. Like we're adults, we don't need symbolism on that level to try to convey deep meaning meanings of political concepts. It's almost it almost cheapens them. It turns them into Hasbro toys and not reality. <laughs> see, the problem is like you know, I see that and we're like, yeah, we don't. What? Why? Why? We don't need that. I feel like. Is I'm a grown good... man. Like, why would I? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, we're grown men. We don't need this nonsense. I feel like yeah. there's a lot of human, a lot of humanity that like attaches to this and 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 does need this, and that's frightening and unfortunate. Okay, kindergarten extends now for most people all the way to like college. So like, kids are in college and they're and they're still kindergartners. They're still oh, being treated like kindergartners. That, like, they're still Taught, like still living at home, man. Yeah. <laughs> or, or just, just their 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 ability to leave the sandbox has been has been destroyed. Like they're trapped. Like they're oh. permanently stalemated and in, into this infancy that that they think is a good thing, or some people think that it's advancing society, even though it's a degradation, like a talk, clear degradation. Yeah, but talk about the ultimate safe moving space forward. Too, like not having to deal with like rent ever for your life and. Or, or just not having trade skills, like when, when nothing. Live in a world that is like automated. Like we're turning out generations of Walmart employees, yet Walmart's not going to fucking need any of these people in about like five to ten years. So Ooh, that's going to. Cool. What are we going to do? <laughs> that's gonna be great when that's gone. Fuck man. Ooh, with no middle class too. Ooh, fun times. <laughs> yeah. Fun times. Oh yeah, there you go. You think people are riding now? Wait till that happens. <laughs> Uh, but idle, hand, idle hands do the devil's work, yep. as they say. Yeah. <laughs> but let's not dive into reality. Let's dive into the world of X Men, shall we? Issue one. We're going back to Westchester, which going it looks like back. it's been abandoned for like forty years. Right? <laughs> like, weren't they just there like a year ago? Like, I it, don't understand. It, it should like, have been too long, right? Are we assuming? Okay, so that there, there's been and... some time, like. This Five is, years, this, maybe. This is so Nightcrawler. The Nightcrawler issue is like following a lot of, lot of, lot of moments. A lot of big jumps in their society. A lot of <laughs> resurrections have happened, but it doesn't feel like it's been this much fucking time where the entire inside of the mansion is encased in like overgrowth. 
Yeah. Normally, it takes decades for something like that to even begin. Right. Like the outside should be covered in fern if the inside is having this much overgrowth. Like that's not. I don't get that. <laughs> it's hard to tell. It looks like the inside is aged faster than the outside, which logic and nature would disagree with that. <laughs> that's not yeah, how that definitely. But yeah, we cut. But we're in Westchester, right? We see the exterior. We see Charles's old desk. We see the danger room, and we see Cerebro, old Cerebro version, some old version, and we see. Like, oh, gee, yeah, it'd probably like maybe like one of the fourth or fifth reiterations, but not the current Cerebro. Let's obviously. talk about that. They just kind of left technology there for anyone to grab. Yeah, you assume Jean would have swooped it up, but I don't know if she was resurrected at the time. And Charles, I think, wasn't alive either still. But it seems like Emma or something would have jumped at it. I don't know. It's bizarre. Weird. Weird. But, uh, yeah, we see uh, a portal and some people coming out. So there's a portal in Westchester. You think, was that the first portal that that a storm uh planted in like the first issue of house of x remember that like the first one of the first of ones i, I think like, it was one of the originals i feel like the westchester might have been the first right there was the westchester one there was the genotion i think one and then the moon one right or mm-hmm. was it the savage land i'm thinking i don't there was a there was like a couple in the beginning and then it just and now there's portals everywhere and apparently the majority of the shiar empire now has portals Right. Cannibal fucking Herman building has a portal. <laughs> got one in his house, got one on an yeah. island. It's all over the place. No worries. Let's get talking. awkward in the middle of the night. You're trying to get something to drink and gold balls is just hanging out in your front room and playing video games. Like, get out of here. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Son? Get your golden balls off my fucking couch. My space couch. Go resurrect your kind. We don't need you. That's sovereign territory. I'm annexing you. <laughs> oh. But yeah, we get a portal, and out of the portal, we get good old Nightcrawler. We get Douglas Ramsey. We get Ileana Rasputin. And we get Eyeboy. Eyeboy. Little Trevor Hawkins. And Lockheed. And Lockheed. Not forget, let's not forget Lockheed. His face kind of looks like Joe Camel a little bit. Yeah. Like when it, he looks very he Joe Camelish. Looks very Joe Camel. Let's talk about Lockheed, though, and his uh, continuity continuity issue because as of this release uh, his story is still being resolved is it no wouldn't this be didn't they just acknowledge that he had returned well they acknowledge that he's alive but he hasn't returned he's still lost or he's still on i thought he had returned up into this point by the by the issue like a couple issues prior to that he had been put back in the fold because i remember I could be wrong Rodgers, the last Rodgers, uh that he that he was revealed as being alive in was like Rogers issue fucking like seven, so well, he's been around. Issue, he was Madripoor, remember just hanging out with that. But one. yeah, but that was like three was Marauders eight. issues back. No, that so. was seven or six. Yeah, uh, or two Marauders but issues but back. Yeah, so. he's still he's still that's still being resolved, I believe. Well, regardless, the the release the release uh, time frame never makes sense in this anymore. So it. It's it's just another issue. It's just another problem with all these issues is that that the character placing and the time frames are very confusing. So the story narrative and the pacing is just fucked. No matter what, like it's it's unescapable at this point. Like it's just now like that's the norm, <laughs> which is terrible. Yeah. Norm for the writing is like bad continuity. So like, yeah. it's accepted. Bad continuity. Cool. We're just. Uh, mediocrity these days welcome to 2020 folks i don't even know if this would be considered mediocrity i would see this as just incompetence it's like failure like accepted incompetence that's what we're at that's where we are fun fun but uh out of the portal comes these characters now this is written by jonathan um but we're getting alan davis doing also some story and artwork. So he's working on the story as well as the art. It and seems like on the giant size issues they 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 work together with Tandem. Yeah, it seems like, yeah. Hickman actually using words, words in this issue. <laughs> so Carlos There's Lopez and the coloring. Um what do you think of the let's go back to the cover. What do you think of the cover? Um I like that very disjointed like fish out of water look that they put on uh, Nightcrawler. 
he does look like that there's like some sort of mystery and i like the silhouette of like hound rachel and um thunderbird mm -hmm. in the background which is cool yeah Oh, it's sad, though, when you think of the reality of, like, what has happened to Thunderbird and how he hasn't been resurrected and how, like, this little cameo of his is such a fucking red herring. It's, oof. Yeah, we'll I get to it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get these characters coming on the portal, right? And uh, more or less, we get uh, Eyeboy kind of creeped out a little bit of the situation and uh, uh Ileana is just like yeah show some respect this is our home even though it's not really your home and uh we get Nightcrawler kind of reiterating that he's like it was our home um but there's well, that's uh, that's ago. <laughs> how I know, it, I know the bramble makes it seem like it was a long time ago but it really wasn't wasn't yeah I know your emotions and and your your empath, your em empathy, leads us to believe that. Wow, look at all this nostalgia left behind. But motherfucker, that was like six months to a year ago. Feels like it's been forever. Fucking, I lived in <laughs> two years ago. I'm not nostalgic about that shit. That was just a thing that happened. Get the fuck over it, people. But it's apparently. They, they're here on some investigatory mission due to the fact that their sensors were picking up a mutant presence. Mm -hmm. The gate was not allowing the presence through, so it's kind of like a weird kitty situation. Yeah. Why is this happening? Why are we not getting an actual like mutant popping through on the other side? Why are we just getting this character ghost, if you will? Or like echo? Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, yeah, we get this kind of, uh, presence, right? They're not sure what it is. They just know it's here, right? We get, which is, like, something that I am unsure of. Like, they get these readings, right, from the portal? Is that what they, uh, they explain? It was very subtle, but it was, like, they get, like, uh, they kind of picked up on some signatures from the Krakon portals. So I assume it's all Krakon-based, or maybe, uh, Maybe uh, Black Tom Cassidy based in some sort. Uh, I mean, that whole system's a symbiosis now, so it's like we we could really just say one or the other. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, Black Tom say, Cassidy. I guess is... they're Douglas in there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when says, "I am New York City." Black Tom Cassidy's like, "No, I I am Krakoa. I, I'm <laughs> like, I'm not fronting. Like Black Tom Krakoa, we're we're one." Mondo well, tried to be Krakoa. That didn't work. <laughs> no, he did not accept it into his heart and soul. Exactly. Uh -oh. I like that. I loved his rejection. That is still one of my favorite moments. Mondo in the darkness, just there, floating like, <laughs> Doug, Doug, little help, please. Help me. <laughs> it's like, I'm in a void of darkness. Something <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they're, uh, they're kind of scouting out, right? And, uh, we get some ruffles, some scuffles, and Chips. boy, <laughs> <laughs> boy, look at Lockheed, ready and raring to go, and he takes off, right? Yeah, just Lockheed is just, it is crazy underbite. <laughs> yeah, super giant underbite. Like, his arms look bigger too like look at that center panel like look how big his okay in the panel above it he has tiny little arms with three fingers right <laughs> and then in the panel below it he's got like a full flexing like bicep with like five four fingers <laughs> like he grew an extra finger and got <laughs> jacked in like one panel That's <laughs> Comes off like oh. a Hanna Barbera cartoon in this. Yeah, but. he's got like a twelve pack <laughs> on his scales. Uh, <laughs> but um, I do yeah. like the fact that Lockheed's here because that's a nice little throwback to the issue one of uh, the actual issue one of Nightcrawler, which I'll talk about when we get to the end. But sure. but yeah, he's he's he was both relevant about yeah. this. So, yeah, Lockheed goes, fuck this, and lights everything on fire, and then dives into that. Yeah, he lights everything on fire. Um, Nightcrawler's kind of like, yo, man, you gotta stop. And he kind of tries to grab him, right? Mm hmm And uh, gets a hold of him, closes his uh, mouth, 
Yeah, he lights everything on fire and burns it to a crisp and, and really just destroys everything. Yeah. And uh, as that's happening... Oh, we heard As that's happening, he's kind of like a... He sees a ghost, right? He sees kind of like a... Uh, uh, remnants of someone, because it quickly goes away. But who is this person that he sees, Danny? Uh... Yeah, Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Oh, man. When was the last time you seen Thunderbird? Uh, last time I saw Thunderbird, a jet was exploding on him. <laughs> <laughs> Kill you. No, that's not true. Thunderbird came back during the Chaos arc when the Chaos King showed up and, like, resurrected and, oh. like, fucked up, like, hell, essentially, and, like, all the undead people came back, like, the actual Captain Marvel and all that. Like, those people all came back and everything. Chaos War. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a long... Yeah, that was, like, about ten years ago. But, yeah, you get this weird little silhouette ghost of Thunderbird. Interesting, yeah. Um, What's his real name? John Proudstar, right? Yes. His brother, James Proudstar, has been in the limelight for most of the time now. Yeah, he's probably... Who really was just literally Thunderbird again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Warpath. Warpath. Yeah. Uh, good old Warpath. I love James Proudstar. I think Warpath is dope. I, I guess his demeanor is a little more dark and gritty. I'll, I'll give you that much. But, um, yeah. Yeah. He just kind of <laughs> comes and goes. He's goes like, away. Yeah. And I'm gone. And that's it. And you'll never and you will never see him again, probably. (laughs) It's like that uh on this issue. That um the South Park meme, it's just like and it's gone. (laughs) I'm gonna try to diversify uh his funds and I'm gonna see put put it in a Roth IRA up gone. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, buddy. Yep. And yeah, there's just like uh or at least uh Nightcrawler's like he's gone. And everyone else is just like, who's gone? Who the fuck did you see? You're tripping. tripping. Yeah, and, and that's a very iconic just, moment, too, for, for Nightcrawler, because that's original team member during a giant size run with with actual right. Nightcrawler. Exactly. But yeah. this is a weird moment, because like everyone, including iBoy, who apparently sees everything, Didn't see it. is confused. Didn't see it. Oh, uh, that's. I regular eyes works better than iBoy's eyes, and his eyes being super is iBoy's only ability. That's that's incredibly frustrating story wise that they brought him here and then they added this plot point that denies this kind of point or purpose, I guess. In many ways, it's frustrating. It's a frustrating writing. Like you didn't, you could have wrote that in a way where you. He could have saw it. He could have just saw it too. He's like, I saw it. That's all. Yeah. That's all you needed to do. He could have just been like, Yeah, I noticed something I strange it. happening. I'm not 100 percent sure what it was, but I did pick up something. You know, like that would have felt. Yeah, I saw something weird. It's all like some literally a few words could solve this issue. Yeah, even Nightcrawler was like Trevor. Like you got, he's like nothing, man. No, like, he's you know, like, not. He's like, like I, I think there was some smoke over here, but like, it's like, how do you not even know if it was smoke or not? You could at least be sure on it. Like, I saw some smoke, <laughs> dude. But yeah, like he's not in the zone. What is he thinking about right now? What's going through his mind? He's probably not even focused. But but Lockie and his giant mall is like really pissed, and he's growling at like some some bushes rustling behind Nightcrawler. Yeah, some bushes. He. He kind of bamps after that. He sees it, right? He sees yeah. a shadow silhouette, and he bamps away, right? He bamps with the quickness behind the trees, and everyone else is just like, "What are you doing? What's going on?" He bamps bam. everywhere. He's like, "Yeah, he's like, what is bam, 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 bam. And he's 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 clearly like looking for something, and uh, he was just like, "I could have sworn I saw Rachel." And everyone's just like, Rachel? You just saw Rachel? He's just like, yeah, but it was, uh, what did you, she was a hound? Is that what he said? She was in her hound uniform store. Like, Rachel's yeah. in. Iteration of Rachel was originally part of Excalibur. Right. Which that's when Nightcrawler was originally an Excalibur team member. The first iteration of Excalibur. Just like the first iteration of Giant Size had had uh thunderbird so this is right. this it's 
one of the better parts of the giant size standalone yeah. issues is that it's actually referencing the giant size mythos, or at least the characters' mythos. Like the history is being flushed out a little bit behind that nightcrawler with these characters showing up, or nodded to at least. Maybe not necessarily flushed out, but at least referenced appreciated as if it mattered to the story whereas in the other giant size issues it wasn't even there at all so it's kind of cool to see these like this ghost of rachel and this ghost of a thunderbird is kind of uh, strange but he finds this one he actually is like hey you know what I, i'm gonna bamf around a bit i don't know what's going on and they're like what are you doing like even <laughs> it's funny <laughs> i i boy's still not seeing her he's just like i i what do you mean she's dressed in red leather? Like, it's serious heels and spikes everywhere? Like, I don't see her. Like, he's like, so you saw her? And he's like, well, kind of, I guess. And I'm like, fuck, man, this dude can't pick up on it. And then he turns around and he's like, he's like, she's actually right there behind us. <laughs> <She's just standing laughs> there. I'm like, how did no one see her? Uh, uh, it's so frustrating. Uh, uh, it's, it's clear they wanted just that banter for like a few, few panels to get to this point. And it's frustrating writing when you have to, like, diminish your characters to that, like, level of, like, I don't see a man. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, there it is. Never mind. I don't know. It's so weird. I, it's I, like this, I think it's, it's pretty uh, disingenuous. Uh, yeah, they're, like, trying to play a game of cat and mouse, and it's, like, us as the reader are, like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it that you're trying to say something weird is happening and that these people are, like, ghosts almost. But okay, yeah, it's it's unnecessary. It's you're That's treating funny. me. It's 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 it happens in movies. It happens in comics. It happens in everything. They they treat the reader like a child to essentially drag the situation out longer to like heighten suspense. But yeah. once you once once you exist on the other side of the fourth wall and you could see past that, then the suspense is only in the character, yep. and you're not feeling. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, um, he was like, he's like, you see, she's standing over there, <laughs> and you just kind of subterfuge. subterfuge is fog. We get some face subterfuge. We get some boob subterfuge. We get some camel toe subterfuge. All this. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. We get the team; they're just like Rachel. What's, what's happening? What's going on? Why are you hanging out in the old mansion? And I guess she takes off. She bounces. She just runs, and the team follows. The team kind of takes off after her, right? Yeah, and she heads off under ground i guess i don't know where this is so then the mansion i imagine this is some weird subterranean area outside that leads to like maybe the danger room or something i don't know but they're kind of following her into that right it seems like it's leading towards some not i don't think that's it could be the danger room or just some inner workings of the mansion because the mansion had a lot of technological advancements in the walls and then a lot of just like subtleties that hid them so then, this could be yeah. definitely the underground of the mansion. Eyeboy mentions now his power is suddenly working. He's just all like, I'm picking up an increase in temperature and density as we as they kind of chase after her, right? Yeah. And so... Uh, coming in towards some type of tunnel, some weird energy yeah, tunnel that weird, she's running into. Yeah, which is... What is this? I was, I was a little confused. Yeah, it's some sort of like weird bio tunnel. Yeah, it's like live and it's like changing on the molecular level. iBoy comments about how he can see it kind of shifting and moving on the molecular level and reacting to their presence as if it's alive almost. I wonder if it's related to a species that we'll kind of see show up in a second. It might be a byproduct of that or something tied to it. Um, who knows, but uh. They kind of chase after Rachel still, and I guess Michael is just like, fuck this. He bamps in front of her, more or less. He's like, I'm putting into this. Stop her, grabs her, right? And uh, he grabs her, and he's like, it seems like she's in a trance, right? Because she's not really focusing on him at all. 
She, she looks high as fuck. Pupils <laughs> are dilated. Yeah, she's, like, Who? she's looking through you. She's not looking at you. Speaking some sort of alien language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The she's fuck like, out of what's it. going she's on? Like, yeah, Rachel, uh, snap out of it. And she's like, put it up. 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 Put it no big deal, whatever that means, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's super weird and strange to come across here, but not quite as strange as you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then he's like, you get a close look at these, and uh, he's kind of touching the whatever he is. Like the membranes of the wall? Yeah, the membrane. And as he's, as he's kind of like touching it, it just kind of sucks him in. Yeah, the wall eats him. Doug. And then Trevor jokes about he's like, I know it's kind of fucked up that it ate Doug and all, but watching it happen was amazing. Right. You guys can't see what I'm seeing, but on the molecular level, when that thing ate him, whoo, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Only explain. Here, take the side. (laughs) You could only see what I see. Uh, And then Rachel's just like, go on. (laughs) She just books it. And here's my moment, and she balances. And we get a Nightcrawler kind of chasing after her. Um, but then we cut to Douglas. And Douglas goes in and we see him uh, pop out of the other side, right? And as he pops out of the other side, he sees this giant, I guess, orb, right? And Yeah, it's like a sphere, some sort of sphere with a similar color and texture as the membrane wall. Yeah. And... Uh, and he kind of goes up to it, and he, he 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 does this thing. He touches it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he and says, he he makes a joke about it. Where he says, "Don't touch it, idiot! Don't touch it!" But then he's like, "I'm gonna touch it. I'm gonna touch it." Yeah. <laughs> he says, of course, the idiot would. <laughs> <laughs> he's like making fun of himself as he plays out a cliche from a sci-fi movie. Yeah, straight up. Straight up, he's the first person to touch. It's just like that stupid. Uh, was that stupid aliens movie? Not the aliens one. The Covenant. Covenant. Oh God, Covenant. Yeah, well, those, those people are supposed to be the best and brightest of our right scientists. Up. We're the greatest scientists. Oh, let's look at these things and touch them, and they all die. I I already could. I already was a lost of immersion when you tried to tell me the world's greatest scientist was fucking James Franco. <laughs> and Danny McBride. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot who the actors were. Uh, Frank gets killed like five minutes into the movie. Yeah, Frank so gets burned. Uh, stasis. That's, that's great. Well, the head of their like reliance, their science like officer facility, like the highest ranking officer in their science group after James Franco dies, is like a super religious dude. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> How did you get yep. here? <laughs> Um, but yeah, as he's kind of like integrating with this, he's uh, he's uh, he's realizing it's like a antimatter drive of an alien origin. It's and clearly a repurposed antimatter drive of alien origin, as he says. He says it's clearly, clearly <laughs> obvious. He so, says, but now, how did you get here? Yeah, how did you get here? And as that happens, he runs across, so like, uh, he hears like a. And then a, and then a and, yeah. <laughs> and we get a Sidri. Is that how you pronounce them? Sid- I think they're pronounced Sidri. Sidri is right. Yeah, I'd say Sidri. Yeah, they're they're essentially like weaponized by the Kree at one point, but then they're they... like weaponized tardigrades that can yeah. survive well, in the vacuum of space and like yeah, kind of yeah. like crabbish in their look. But they they can like fuse together to make a bigger version or more advanced version or do all these other things and they have these little visors that shoot energy beams kind of like Cyclops, yeah. But they're super advanced uh, assassin species. Yeah, sentient uh, symbiotic assassin species. Yeah, think of like the Zerg if you like they were hitmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Zerg tardigrades. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, as as Doug is doing all of this, we get Nightcrawler 
and magic and eyeballs kind of uh eyeboy uh digging through all of this membrane time. I like eyeballs is his name now. I'm just gonna call him eyeballs for now. Eyeballs, yeah. Eyeballs. Um they run and they they're 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 kinda of following Rachel still and they, they find Rachel, right? And <laughs> he looks at her. She's all subterfuged and now I call He's a four now. Yeah, he's like, look at all that subterfuge. It feels like a trap. Top to bottom. <laughs> yeah, he says this really does feel like a trap, right? Like, even magic's uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Let's just take it nice and easy, Kirk. We're going to go slow and steady as she pulls she, out her, she pulls her Eldritch out Blade. <laughs> she says, let's go nice and easy. Uh, yeah, so she pulls that out. And, uh, and Eyeballs is like, don't you tell me to keep an eye out. I've heard it all. And next thing you know, you're going to ask me to, to wink at you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, just get the puns out of the way now so we can all work efficiently. Uh, but yeah, uh, we get Nightcrawl and kind of talk. Kind of talking to her. And she's like, I'm trapped. I'm sleepwalking. And, uh, and uh, this is when we get that... Uh, we kind of... I assume it's Rachel doing her thing. Kind of showing Nightcrawler. Yeah, she tells her like I, I'm, I'm. It's some sort of sleepwalking, weird manifestation. He's like, okay. And she's like, I'm dreaming, dreaming of traveling, dreaming. my way to other worlds. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Right. And hunting, and then we get this really cool silhouette, a very classic, uh, giant-sized X-Men with Storm, uh, Corsair, and, and Cyclops. Cyclops in their their old school uniforms. Yeah, I dig that. I dig those. I dig that. Um, oh, of course, there too. That's that's a good touch. That's a good touch for sure. Um, she says, yeah. now, "Now I'm lost, left behind, alone. Help me, help us, help, help, yeah, help." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get these. Uh, what do you think of the visuals in this on this page? The, the... for help. That was really cool. I like that. That yeah. was really, that that had kind of a jarring feel to it, a level of fear and and just intensity. But then her face gets all funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just melting no, shape. <laughs> she explodes into tears. <laughs> yeah, she essentially explodes into those those, those creatures. Those their, yeah, with their with their optic eyes. And their tardigrade yeah. level survival abilities. It's pretty funny. And, and we get Nightcrawl. He's like, Sidrine's. And then we get Eyeballs. It's just like, I have no idea what it is. Yeah, because he dealt with them back in. Uh, they were first written in an issue. It was like 1981, I think. There was a crossover event where they dealt with them in space when they were with Corsair and um, Cyclops, Storm, and him. I think it was just the four of them. Maybe some of the other Star Jammers are there, but I, I don't recall. It's like, oh, yeah, Cyclops, Storm, Corsair, I remember that. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Black, Black Widow. Mm, yeah, they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was some, yeah. some sort of big space Kree-based event that was tied to it. Um. Yeah, so we get these uh, Sidri creatures kind of surrounding them, right? As as uh, Nightcrawler is a freaking... And, freaking plot point telling you the story so like we're about to die by this plot point that i'm about to explain to you which is like the bounty hunters the entire race and whatnot and uh as this is happening we cut to douglas dougie good old dougie dougie w and he's <laughs> uh he's just like uh yeah more or less he's like okay Say that one more time, but a little slower. And they're just all like, and he's like, no, 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 I get that. I get that. We're, we're a little territorial, too. I get it. I get it. We, you know, you know, you know I, I, get, I get a little punchy. I get a little punchy. I get it. <laughs> but it still doesn't mean you have to get punchy. We <laughs> <laughs> can figure this out. He does his arm, right? He does his, his weird uh, warlock arm, and um, yeah. I like how he's trying to comfort them too. He's like, "Gonna try something a little different. Don't freak out." Yeah, he's like, "Don't freak out." This out like, together, and then he just turns his arm. 
I wonder how many times he's had to say that to another species. It's just like, I'm going to do something. They're going to get a little weird for a second. Don't freak out. <laughs> we transition in to him narrating. There's no reason to fight There's about no this. There's no reason to fight about this. Overlapping the, the, one of the best visuals in the whole <laughs> issue. The whole I issue. Love, this is I great. love this page. This page. Yeah. Of yeah. Nightcrawler doing his iconic acrobatic kicks. And and for some reason, iBoy trying to replicate it as best he can. Lucky <laughs> throw down a magic to what they do best out though. That is really throwing me off. It it's, is. They're drawing it so massive. It never used to be so beaky. Like so. Uh, and look, his arms are tiny again. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's weird. But uh, yeah, this is even. I don't even know. <laughs> this is easily the best uh, panel. Yeah, I saved this right away. I copied and pasted it and threw it in my wallpapers. So I was like, nice. keep this. I like this. Oh, I'm going to do that right now. There you oh. go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great panel. Like, and it's all a joke, right? It's all set up by a joke. Doug is like, we don't need to fight. Cut to everyone Everyone's fighting. fighting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so as they're fighting, they're kind of like... Um, Ileana is just kind of like I don't want to pull rank, but like we gotta go. We yeah, this isn't go. this isn't getting any better. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm losing this fight. Out, if you don't want to say we're out, I'm gonna be out. You want to get out? And she like throws a portal up and whatnot. And uh, um, as that happens, uh, they kind of jump, right? And she jumps with the team, I imagine. And then they yeah. just cut to six jumps later. So I imagine shit went down in between those six jumps. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> that last time. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But She's like, oh, I'll... there you are. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Don't look out. Like... There's a giant one. It's coming right for you. <laughs> and it's yeah. not. And it's not. Um, uh, as as she kind of, as Eliana goes to kind of attack it, she finds out it's not one of the giant bugs. It's actually... Warlock. Warlock, Warlock. Kind, of, kind of taking that form of the self scrand warlock. Yeah, yeah. Um and um we get Eliana kind of confused, right? She's all like Alright, Doug, normal arm, twinkle in your eye. How long have you been how long have you and Warlock been running this game? <laughs> <laughs> and why? <laughs> and why? And why? <laughs> she says, sh- sh- friend Ileana's secret has to stay a secret for friend's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently Doug has been hustling everybody the whole time and Warlock has still been alive and living well inside. <laughs> so apparently it's they're like, not symbiotic. They're, he's just kind of living. Yeah, Is, they're, they're still Doug Lock, essentially. They are still Doug. So they are, but like that's the thing. Like From this panel it shows me that they're not necessarily a necessary like uh the symbiosis between Douglock is not necessary it's just all like we're gonna pretend we're gonna lie to everyone yeah he's not keeping him in his arm to keep him alive in the memory of him well just so that's the only way it's he's literally hiding out in doug's arm yeah. like he literally lives on doug's arm <laughs> which you know <laughs> all right that works too. I wonder why he's kind of like hiding it in that way. Though. Yeah, why just the arm? Like, eh, I don't know. I mean, it looks cool to animate, I guess. Yeah, and uh, it 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 looks interesting. What do you think of the whole like bug design with his weird face? I thought that looked really cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I dug it. No pun intended. <laughs> it's cool, and uh, I like how the the Sidarian are like getting they're getting impatient. They're just like, yeah, they're, what the fuck are you doing? Like, come on, we're having we were having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I believe you interrupted it. I love something. Excuse me. Doug's Excuse like, yeah, me. I hear you. I hear you. We'll do it now. We'll move on. And he tries to bring Ileana up to speed on what's going on here. Yeah, He's like we'll finish the we'll finish the warlock conversation later. Ileana, Sidari, the, the, the nest needs to be netted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, they kind of portal back to uh, Nightcrawler and Eyeballs. I, back to back, fighting I, against I, the storm. <laughs> fighting, yeah, fighting, fighting them, fighting the horde. And as it's happening, um, um, what happens? They kind of run into this orb, right? And this orb, uh, 
they're backed into it. It's like they're they push like, them back yeah. towards it. And and uh, Trevor points out that hey, you know, like they haven't stopped. They're just all vibrating at the same frequency. Frequency. And they're, yeah. Like they're waiting to attack or waiting to do something. And that's when Ileana pops in with Doug in her portal. And she's like, look, I found. And Trevor's like, fantastic. Can we get the hell out of here? Yeah. You're like, all right, cool. Let's go. And uh, as that's kind of going on, they investigate the orb. And who do we meet inside the orb, Danny? Well, for, first, Douglas refers to as the Sidari are actually trying to sure. ask for our help to deal with an infestation yeah. of their own. He's kind of, he's kind of like... Uh, bringing everyone else up to speed yeah because i call I was like what do you mean like infestation like what do you what is this and it's like it's their nest and this orb here is what they want us to see because apparently it's infested their nest with some sort of problem and that's when the orb explodes revealing lady mastermind lady mastermind Danny. began windgrid jason windgrid's daughter well one of his two daughters lady Mastermind. When's the last time? Oh god, that was not since the fucking oh god, like the Grant Morrison era, or even after that. I think didn't I? I think Whedon used him a little bit, or used her a little bit. Because mm-hmm. the Lady Mastermind ended up joining the X Men at one point, and her sister, who took on the title of Mastermind from her father after he had quote unquote died, because he was original Brotherhood of Mutants. She reformed the Brotherhood of Mutants or became a part of it, and other Mastermind, Lady Mastermind, went and joined the X-Men. But there was a weird back and forth with who's good, who's bad. Their powers are essentially the same. They're their father's daughter. Yeah. I mean, if you thought if you thought fucking James Proudstar was a lazy, like, redo, <laughs> here you go. Here's literally a guy who had two daughters who <laughs> did the same shit. No difference, really, at all. No, not at all. Um, but yeah. But I- back yeah master all right yeah sure i'll take she's a a claremont creation originally she's a claremont a claremont design right um she uh what else i'm trying to think something else she was on messiah complex as well yes yeah she is a part of all that stuff too yeah, you're right. That's what I am thinking of. That's where I saw her last. The Messiah Complex arc, or trilogy, if you will. Yeah, she was great in that stuff. So yeah. I'm excited to see her bring it back in the fold, see what happens with that. Apparently, it was her doing the illusions, like which is kind of like such a fake out. Right. You're like, oh, hey. <laughs> Here's some random like images of Rachel. And 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 other people that you would that would be important to you to you specifically specifically Nightcrawler. Interesting. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but yeah, uh, we get Nightcrawler kind of like asking, like, "How'd you know?" Or like, "You know she was here?" Or "How'd you know she was here?" And uh, and the Sidari were the one that told them because so apparently, yeah, and they told me. Well, all these Sidari are left over from the original ones that they fought, but these were like the new children of them. And since they hatched here in the Winchester mansion, this is where they set up their nest. And I guess she got stuck here and trapped in a sense. And they, and they were kind of reacting negatively to each other. She didn't know who the fuck they were. They didn't know who the fuck she was. She was trying to reach out to the mutants using her powers, but they weren't able to work because she can't. You know, she just creates illusions. That's her whole power. She's yeah. just like her father mastermind. They're, they're all, essentially almost Omega level mutants, but they're, they're like masters of illusion. That's yeah. their power. They can make any illusion. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, as that's kind of uh, going on, we kind of get the resolution between them and uh, the. Uh, Sidri or Sidari kind of come up to them and they they form like a giant, I guess a humanoid version of them. They form in form of human. With that weird beak face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they form a giant version of themselves just to communicate the exact same way. And they just go, hur, 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 hur. and he's like, yeah, 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 we're out. We're, we're, we're out of here. We're, out we're here. leaving. We're taking our things. He's like, thanks, thanks for being cool about it. Don't worry. <laughs> like, we're going to bounce. And he's like, okay. And he, 
he explains that like I I had to make a deal with these these guys pretty much, and it's like I had to essentially let them continue nesting here, right? Yeah. Um, and this is their home now until we... <laughs> he says they'll stay clear of the gateway if someone wants to use it, but the rest of the state is theirs. He says, yeah. I'm guessing this is going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. That's what Maybe Nightcrawler not. says. You never know, Douglas. Perhaps we can find a way to make it work. Maybe not. We can find a way to make it work. It's it's interesting. And they just kind of bounce, right? Yeah. It says, and today we've added a no- another <laughs> number, another one more to our numbers. Mm-hmm. And... This has been Haunted Mansion featuring Nightcrawler, Magic, Cypher, iBoy, Lockheed. But wait, were we reading a Haunted Mansion? Wasn't this supposed to be Nightcrawler issue one? What happened? What happened? Yeah, let's talk about that. Um... Well, let me preface it. I, I got a way to lead into this. I'm holding in my hands right here Nightcrawler issue one, 1985, Dave Cockrum. This is the very first issue of the solo Nightcrawler series. This was written, okay. inked, covered, all by Dave Cockrum, by himself. No help at all, okay. except maybe on the editorial side. But really, inking, writing, and, and story was all done by Dave Cockrum. This issue is so bizarre, but in such a good way. The premise of this issue is Nightcrawler goes to an alternate dimension, trying to track down Lockheed to rescue him, and he ends up fighting all these weird interdimensional pirates and swashbuckles and you know the iconic like depiction of Nightcrawler with his rapier and that kind of stuff? Yeah. This is where that came from. Okay. This is this is the sediment to that. This issue is so wacky, so fun, so out of left field. I was so excited when you said that, oh, there's going to be an issue one of Nightcrawler, Giant Size. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, I hope they touch on that. Yep. All yep. they fucking touched on was the fact that Lockheed was in it. Yep. Yeah. The rest, they didn't give any shits. This didn't have much to do with really even Nightcrawler. Literally, it was Nightcrawler in that issue one. He was the one going to fight and do all the swashbuckling and saving and everything. So. How dare Hickman even try to give me an issue one Nightcrawler when Nightcrawler solo series is perhaps one of the most referenced and remembered bizarre solo series of X-Men history. And this did not even remotely come not close. even close. This it had iBoy in it. This has weird shit in it, but iBoy was like one of the focal points. <laughs> no pun, pun intended there either. <laughs> this was more like Douglas, giant sized Douglas. It just could have been better giant sized Douglas. Yeah, Warlock even got like reveals. Like none of this adds up to what I want from a Nightcrawler issue one. The Nightcrawler issue one that Cocker made yeah, so, the bar so high. That's the problem. So high that this couldn't even touch it. And that's what made me... This is a good issue. This actually is a good issue. But the fact that they sold it to me as a Nightcrawler issue one, <laughs> fucked it. Fucked it right off of the, great, like, right off of the fucking press. Uh, expectations. Sure. Yeah. It was, because I'm like, okay, this has to be something even... The, I mean, this isn't zany enough. This isn't. Yeah. This is pretty grounded for X-Men. That Nightcrawler issue one, not grounded for extra. <laughs> <laughs> people, people go back and, and even if they didn't like it, they say it is one of the most bizarre X-Men based issues in, in, in comic history. <laughs> so that's why I bought it because everyone talks such a big game about it. I was like, all right, I'm going to get it. I got this many years back and I was like, oh, I love this. I, I'm keeping this forever. It's a nice mix of I love it. I dig it. I, I, it was. It's. It's. A, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Fun. That's the thing. Is that this yeah. really was the notes on this were very light on the fun, more on the serious, like the thriller, like kind of building suspense. Even though this, they already played their hand. Like most of their hands were played. Yep. So the suspense they were trying to cash in on was was useless. I'm just not. I'm seeing a trend here with these giant size issues, and I'm not liking it. I'm not, it's just adding more to the problems that we're having with the X-Men issues and the connectivity of them not speaking well in a symbiosis. It's a muttered message and it's not playing off of the things that are best about characters. Yeah. I mean, shit, it's like the big reveal in this was Lady Mastermind was involved. Like, don't see what makes this a Nightcrawler issue. What do you think is the bigger reveal, Mastermind or that? Uh, Of Warlocks? The Warlock one was a bigger reveal Warlock, because we were under the assumption that Warlock was gone and that 
the energy that resided in Douglas was just Douglas now. So exactly. that that was a big real. But why was Nightcrawler even the focal point of this? Because the, he didn't even lead the team. Magic's the team leader. Magic, literally, it was just all like, you know what? Uh, I, I, I'm pulling rank. She literally it was like, I'm pulling rank. And it was like, we I'm out. And this fighting against these guys is getting us nowhere. So let's just teleport away. Yeah. Oh, she can teleport better than Nightcrawler can. Yeah, she can. She really can. Um, yeah, confusing. Confusing to say the least, right? Most of the things I've written in my life were, were like Star Wars and Dungeons and Dragons campaigns. So yeah. I don't consider myself some sort of like godlike author or anyone sure. who has has a track record they could point to, to to make this argument. But I feel like this writing for someone like Jonathan fucking Hickman is so beneath him. It's <laughs> almost indicative to a form of laziness that I need answers for. Like, I want answers. Like, why the fuck did Hickman do both of these giant sizes so poorly? And then throw it like, is he fucking with us? Like, is he now trying to prank us? Like, is 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 he like saying like, I'm gonna make this issue title about this character, but the rest of the story about other characters? <laughs> or be, just, for all we know, it could be like Marvel editorial or more like, or maybe even Disney executives going like, I need X, X, and X. And yeah, like he no, originally came in with like, I'm that. gonna do a Nightcrawler issue, and they're like, yeah, but we're gonna reference these characters in some of these upcoming things that we're gonna try and do. So can you shoehorn Eyeboy and? You know, magic and Douglas in and all this shit. It's yeah. like, he's like, whatever. Secret Wars all over again. Secret all right. Wars all over again. Here we go. Yeah, Next. man. I'm, I'm, all the high points of this issue don't matter to me. Like, there, there's some really great scenes. The artistry was phenomenal at points. They're so, it was so good. Regards to Lockheed was the only down part. Lockheed's artwork was weird because he kept changing, his fingers kept changing. And that's my one nitpick. The mm-hmm. rest of it, the art style, the combat, the design, yeah. the anatomy of everyone else, really cool. The uses of subterfuge on, on Rachel's camel oh, toe, yeah, music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Lockheed Tans, the jokes were great. This would have been great if it was like a New Mutants or I don't know, like just the fact that they, they had yeah, such um, high watermark to live up to and that the fact they didn't even try oh, to live up to. Oh, that's so frustrating. I'm just like, that taste. I don't want any more giant size issues. Let's just call it a quits. Go back to writing. Just focus on New Mutants. Bring X-Force back to quality. And let's just do that. Bring a one. I want X-Force, New Mutants, and standard X-Men. And if they could bring Kitty back as the focus to Marauders, then Marauders. But if they're not doing that, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want Marauders without Kitty. I don't. You set up Marauders to be a Kitty thing. You took her away. That was the only thing that made it work. It's funny because, like, you mentioned all those books and... The next big arc is based off of Excalibur, which is not one of those books you just mentioned. Nope, because Excalibur has been garbage for the last three issues. So that's and that's, that's gonna. <laughs> I don't know it's why you're that and and no. into this more. No, don't know, don't know, don't want to know, don't care to know. <laughs> I should be excited. I'm like, Warlock's back. It's great. But I'm like, so I feel cheated. I feel cheated. <laughs> uh, that's that's the best part about this. Like, to see, like, what's going to happen forward with, like, Warlock and, uh, and Cypher and Douglas, right? I don't even care now. Because I'm different. You don't even care <laughs> now. <laughs> I'll just remember, oh, you came from that Nightcrawler issue one that was up, which just an affront to Nightcrawler. Uh, yeah, I wonder why, though. Why make this? In... Is it just the references to the old Nightcrawler issue? The old it's 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 that the, the fact that they feel like they tried to. I, I feel like that, that they tried to set it up with Lockheed being here. Like, that's the big crux that ties it. That if they were going to do that at all, then they should have went all the way with it. They should have went full frontal instead of just, oh, look, remember the original Nightcrawler issue? And how he was, it was about him saving Lockheed? Mm-hmm. Here, and Nightcrawler's not even really that relevant, and issue over. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <sighs> like, Giant Size ended for Emma and Jean. I was like, okay, nothing really happened. What the fuck? When this ended, I was like, nothing really happened with Nightcrawler. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's uh, what it is, right? It's why 
mentioned this last time. It's uh, what did I say? It's it's. I mean, but it's essentially side stories, right? It's it's a. Uh, we're seeing these uh, B stories, your 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 quests, your quests that you don't need to complete the storyline type of quests, you know. I mean, this was to bring Matt or not Matt. This was to bring uh, Lady Mastermind and Warlock back into the fold. That's all I can see that was accomplished here. Yeah. But it's a Nightcrawler issue, so should there be character, like deep character development and profound dialogue by Nightcrawler? So his best line, like his his best line at the ending, or his best dialogue at the end, which would seem like the most closest to Nightcrawler that I could point to, was like weak Nightcrawler dialogue. It was. And it cuts off there, folks. Sorry again for the terrible audio quality. I was I had a new soundboard that uh, ended up being terrible. I, I shipped it back. So uh, no more of that nonsense in the future. But I hope you enjoyed that. And next week we will be diving into Hellions. And we are going to be doing Hellions uh, issues 1 through 3 in this. So I hope you tune in next week. Catch you later. Yeah.